storm is approaching. Oh no, I, wait. That's just us. The I Judge hate these Tower. intros. You do oh. not. This is the Judge Tower podcast. It sure is. My name is Jan. This is the third floor. And with me, once again, is Sam. Is this a white creature? Cephalus. <laughs> it said the word white on it, and I was trying to play fast. <laughs> uh, Too died, fast. Died to a card that said destroy target non-white creature, by which I targeted a white creature. There was also more text on that card that was not read at any point. Yeah, no, I don't read cards, I just die to them. But yeah, that's that's how that's how it goes. This episode is gonna focus on how degenerate is too degenerate. Uh what what does that mean even? <laughs> Degeneracy is subjective for sure there are different formats judge towers all sorts of things in magic uh when we define degenerate in judge tower we start kind of looking at things like whether or not it's in there for the actual rules text we've talked about this a little bit if it's in there for the actual rules text or just in there because it has a wall of text or because it's it has a confusing effect or just is miserable to play with yeah, like when when you look at degeneracy in other uh, formats, uh, storm pretty much comes to mind. Something that like you just hate playing against. You hate sometimes you hate playing with. It's just a bad time. Depending, so like if you're if you're trying to build a tower for learning rules, uh, you really don't wanna put any cards in that are gonna confuse newer players especially kind of detracts away from the main the main goal of teaching rules and interactions Mm -hmm. like confusing is one thing some interactions themselves are confusing but cards that just don't accomplish anything you want besides making the actual game hard yeah Uh, I, i think that's the key thing like you can have like confusing things like wording you'll have like dead ringers which is uh, a sorcery that reads destroy two target non-black creatures unless one of them the other isn't is a color the other isn't rather and like that's confusing and it's it's pretty much reading comprehension but uh that that type of effect is great in judge tower because uh reading the card does in fact explain the card in that situation and you kind of learn what is necessary for a target uh, to be legally declared, given where the text is on the card. But then you start looking at other effects that are a little a little less uh, easy to figure out and that will not be as useful to actually learning the game. Mm-hmm. And even people like myself, who truly ride the high of absolute degeneracy, there are just some cards that just are not good for the format. It's just yeah. hard to hard to really justify their inclusion. No, and, yeah, so the first category that we've come up with are cards that have self-contained or close to self-contained infinites. So a card that like bounces itself back to hand, for example, 
Cavern Harpy. Uh, that's a card that is blue and black for a 1-1 one, one with flying. And it, when it comes into play, you return a blue or black creature you control to its owner's hand, but it also has the uh, activated ability of pay one life, return Cavern Harpy to its owner's hand. Uh, since it becomes a new object whenever it changes zones, you'll find yourself just casting and bouncing Cavern Harpy back to your hand infinitely. So just kind of a Kind of a worthless card in Judge Tower. Yeah, and stuff like that you can host rule, but then why is it even in there in the first place, right? Yeah. Uh, you look at another, not quite infinite, but you look at another effect like Force Fruition, which is an enchantment that, a blue enchantment that costs four blue blue, uh, reads, whenever an opponent casts a spell, that player draws seven cards. So a format like Judge Tower, you draw this card, you put it on the table, and you say, look, I've won the game if I can remember. Basically, and even if uh, a player tries to remove it, they draw seven cards anyway, and then they they have more cards to cast. Yeah, they might have more instants, things with flash, etc., etc. It's just not where you right. want to be. And at that point, you haven't died to anything Judge Tower related. You've just kind of died to drawing a bunch of cards, like way too many cards to deal with. It's not good for the environment of a Judge Tower. No. Um, which kind of leads to the next one. Um, unfun cards. We we talked about this uh, like a few minutes ago, but like cards that accomplish little to nothing and just cause a lot of headaches. Um, the the main one here, right? Knowledge pool, which uh, is six mana for an artifact. When it enters the battlefield, each player exiles the top three cards of their library. So basically what that means in Judge Tower is that in turn order, you each exile three from the top of the shared library. So not really a whole lot going on there. And then whenever a player casts a spell from their hand, they exile it. And if they do, they cast a spell from among other cards exiled with Knowledge Pool without paying its mana cost. So like, what does this accomplish? It's just an extra step in casting your spells. Yeah. And, and and it triggers on every every card cast, and it's up to the owner of the knowledge pool to be the one to catch that. But it's just kind of a pain. It's one of those cards that that one person draws, puts it on the table, and the entire table just groans and stops having a good time. Yeah, it's it's true. It's like and, you know we were having fun, now we're not. Thanks, well, knowledge pool. Fun is fun is subjective. Uh, they say magic is a zero-sum game of fun, and there sure is zero fun in the <laughs> knowledge pool. Um, next up is a, a card that I have not put in my tower. I think some people have. It's called Mind Moil. It is in mine. It is. Ah, it's four and a red for an enchantment. Whenever you cast a spell, put the cards in your hand on the bottom of your library in any order, then draw that many cards. This one's not as bad. I, for example, have it in mind, but I would, wouldn't miss it. It's another one of those cards you draw. Half the time it does nothing, half the time. It's just an extra step in doing the same sort of thing. I, I suppose it's a trigger to remember, but it's it, it doesn't accomplish a lot for actually advancing the game and getting new and cool interactions going. It just kind of slows that whole process down. It is interesting when you cast multiple spells at once. And then the triggers start stacking, and then you have to remember those triggers. Yeah. 
but there there are there are other ways to go about it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, future sight, two blue 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 for an enchantment. Play with the top card of your library revealed. You may play the top card of your library. So yeah, so effects that say you can cast like the top card of your library if it's an instant or a creature or something like that. Those are fine because like there's a good split of card types. Future Sight just reads, cast the whole Judge Tower until you happen to find two lands that you can play. Or Or enchantment removal. Or Um, enchantment removal. Both of which are extremely uncommon Mm -hmm. in most Judge Towers. Uh, Stuff like Magus of the Future, I believe. That's a creature. That's that's a little bit better because, you know, creature removal is a thing. Still not great. Still not great. mm -hmm. Still not great. The third category... Tutors. Most judge towers are above a hundred cards. May some believe mine is going up to like four hundred cards. Yeah. Uh shuffling, absolute pain. Searching, also an absolute pain. Yeah. Because usually you'll have like most of your tower in a box or or something like that. And the only real search effect I'll ever put in my tower and keep is Golos Tireless Pilgrim, which is a 5-mana, 3-5 artifact creature that reads, when it enters the battlefield, search your library for a land card and put that into play tapped. Also has a 7-mana activated ability, 2, and Wuberg. Uh, you shuffle your library, then exile the top 3 cards of your library, then you may play, I believe, those cards until the end of turn. Okay. Uh, you don't shuffle, and you cast them immediately. Oh, wait, no, never mind. I'm an idiot. You may play them this turn. You may play, yeah, okay. Yeah. You don't you don't shuffle though, but okay. Uh, and the only reason I'll have this effect is because first of all, Agolos activated ability is great in Judge Tower. Pretty degenerate, but still a lot of fun. Also, when you first cast it, you have to trigger Golos before you actually search, which is a thing that will get a lot of people. It has gotten me so worth if, worth its weight. If you do put search effects in your Judge Tower. You can think about maybe including a copy of Panglacial Worm. Don't don't do this. <laughs> don't don't. I have it, but don't do, <laughs> don't do it. Panglacial Worm is five green green for a nine five worm with trample. All absolutely relevant. This the the line you want to look at is while you're searching your library, you may cast Panglacial Worm from your library. Yeah. Uh absolutely fantastic combo with chromatic sphere <laughs> don't just that's a whole other conversation that that absolutely <laughs> is that is uh this is that, the podcast the 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 kicker about panglacial worm and judge tower is that if if it happens to be in the chunk that's in play right now i suppose and you find the thing you're looking for like the land off of golos or whatever you're tutoring for and you decline to cast the Panglacial Worm, you'll have lost because of it. And, but then you have to prove to everyone that there was no Panglacial Worm, and it's just kind of a disaster for like a thing that'll get people one time and then slow down the whole game because everyone feels the need to search the entire tower. Yeah, and then that like if they miss the Panglacial Worm while they're searching, you tell them they've lost. Yeah, that's just kind of. An- absolutely feel bad moment yeah like as the owner of a judge tower you're typically already advantaged because you know the interactions that you've put in there and you're probably the one who's played your own the most 
I used to not believe that, and then I played someone else's, and it's, I'm an idiot. I notice I win a lot more games playing mine than I do anybody else's, and it makes sense. Yeah, that, that is true. Man, if only there was, like, a format of Judge Tower where, like, <laughs> where, like you had, like, your own 45-card deck size and searching and Panglacial Worm <laughs> Not... Man, if only if only someone someone came up with yeah that kind of that kind of uh, who would do that? Who? Uh, who spoiler would alert: Jan would, and no, we will, we will get to that. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get to in that. another episode. I, we could hype it up this episode, honestly. We but, could. Yeah. Um, uh, cards that are close. Some some of these cards, uh, Jan and I, among other Judge Tower owners and players, disagree with on whether or not they should be included. I'm going to start with the card I think we've talked about every single episode so far in Beck and Call. I've already heard why I don't like this card. It's just kind of a lot. You draw the card. I draw the card and lose. Uh, it is good, though, in the sense that you do have to pay attention to how your triggers are stacked and what's on the stack in, on top of those triggers. And it's a good card, just hard, right? Yeah, very difficult. Um, This next card. Uh, Why don't we just lump the next three all together? They yeah. all end in the word storm. Yeah, I don't. It's almost. <laughs> it's almost like storm was a mistake. Uh, thousand year storm, eye of the storm, and possibility storm. Essentially, to lump these cards all together, they're all knowledge pools. <laughs> uh, you cast a spell, a bunch of dumb stuff happens, and then you lose. So I think personally. Uh, Thousand Year Storm is the most egregious of all of these cards. I would probably agree. Um, man, if you ever wanted to play Solitaire, just play Thousand Year Storm in your Judge Tower. It, it's it's gotten to the point where I've got played like twenty cards off Thousand Year Storm, and while surviving the Thousand Year Storm turn, which Actually, takes a thousand years. It's actually every turn that this is in play. But yeah, it, it's super satisfying, but you're also just kind of uh, taking up all the fun or not fun for yourself. So Thousand Year Storm is a four blue and red enchantment that reads, whenever you cast an instant sorcery spell, copy it for each other instant and sorcery spell you've cast before it this turn. You may choose new targets for the copies. And like while while you can sit there and Jen loves to hard mode judge tower, which is fine, and kind of take a bunch of game actions, you'll be sitting there like just twiddling your thumbs and spinning your wheels while your thousand year storm is triggering and triggering and triggering, and the people at the table will just be kind of watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a storm and possibility storm are, are less are less bad. Uh, Eye of the Storm says whenever a player casts an instant or sorcery, exile it. Then that player copies each instant or sorcery card exiled with Eye of the Storm, and you can cast it. Yeah. Copies. Eye of the Storm isn't too bad. The art on it is nice. We we put a time stop under one recently. That was interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> um, I wish that game went longer. Me but, too. Uh, but our friend died, so. Indeed. And then Possibility Storm... Uh, reads whenever a player casts a spell from their hand, that player exiles it. Wait a minute, is this just knowledge pool? It's and... kind of knowledge pool. Oh, it's like 
Oh, I see. Then exiles card from the top of their library until they exile a card that shares a type with it. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and then you cast that card from the top. This actually was a combo with uh with uh oh what was the card? Adventures. Adventures and because the way adventures work is the adventures and possibility storm have this interesting interaction where you don't have to have any sorcerers in your deck besides the one you're trying to cast because you can cast welcome home or not welcome home sorry uh the sorcery side of lovestruck beast and you'll possibility storm into the one source in your deck which in pioneer at the time was enter the infinite and then you usually just win the game after that but man whatever so, happened to pioneer <laughs> format got banned format <laughs> format, format got banned format got banned unfortunate it's a good format it was um, a fun deck it was my favorite deck <laughs> it, it was a pain to play against um another card actually i just thought of is a uh, retrofitter foundry I still haven't read the full text on this card because I just concede to it every time. Well, let's go through it now. Uh, it's a commander card, too. Uh, it's a one-mana artifact that has four abilities. Uh, the top one is th pay three mana, untap Retrofitter Foundry. Uh, the second one is two and tap, create a 1-1 one -one servo. Uh, the following one is one and tap, sacrifice a servo. Create a 1-1 one, one colorless Thopter with flying. And then the last one is tap, sacrifice a Thopter. Create a 4-4 four, four colorless construct creature. Um, I zoned out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't listen to all of that. that that's fair. Um, because of how specific uh, Judge Tower is with activating abilities, you're going to find um, just... It's a very difficult card to to read and to play properly. Mm -hmm. And that's not a like a rules, like a magic rules sort of thing. It's mostly just like, here's our Judge Tower rule set. This card is miserable within this rule set. Not because of the way it functions as magic, but because of the way it functions as Judge. It's just not ideal. Still fine like to include because it does make you think, but... Uh, yeah, that's what makes it a close call there. There's kind of both sides of the debate. It's probably the the hardest card in my Judge Tower, um, just to play properly. I don't know. I've died to snow-covered planes quite often. Uh, I mean, listen, Swamp in my tower has five kills. <laughs> you you also look at it, speaking of snow-covered planes, wow, what a segue. Oh, good one. Uh, Old Fogey oh. is another card with just a wall of text. But it's good to include if you want, because the the hard text on it is like mechanics that you don't always see and that are good to learn. You kind of learn them all at once. Yeah, I mean uh, phasing is uh is back. Yes. Uh, so old fogey is a two mana seven seven silver bordered dinosaur. Summon uh, dinosaur. By summon way. dinosaur. Right from unhinged. It is the card text, phasing, cumulative upkeep one, echo, green, green, fading three, bands with other dinosaurs, protection from homerids, snow-covered planeswalk, flanking, rampage two. Uh, this card is kind of insane. Um, I think it used to work differently back in the day. Yeah, but now echo doesn't do anything. 
yeah, Echo is kind of useless. Mm-hmm. But man, just all these old keywords. Yeah. Honestly, you know what? Phasing still kind of old. Like mm-hmm. they they kind of. I, I think they kind of fixed it with like the nice reminder text, but it's still kind of a disaster. If you can like figure out how to survive long enough to have old fogies start attacking and you have a random changeling in play, I don't even, no one really knows how banding works, but uh, you also have flanking and rampage, which are abilities that come up in like weird drafts and stuff. You might be judging it like a GP for old sets sometimes they do that but good to know uh another one of those close calls there but this one the difference between this one and a lot of the other cards we talked about is that old fogey actually provides insight to the game and kind of how rules the rules work and all that Mm -hmm. you know what like like we've said all these cards um we think they're too degenerate or very close to uh to being not great fits I, you can try them out. Um, I I would not try out the anything that blinks itself, mm-hmm. um, though, because there's kind of no point. I mean, you can sharpie it out, but just play a different card, mm-hmm. you know. But if you wanna if you wanna play tutors, um, or stuff like that, just make sure that you you have some sort of like rule. Maybe like you can adjust like. Like we said before, Judge Tower is a format where you can change the rules to meet your needs. Um, so you can like change rules so it's like, ah, search the top this amount, you know? And if, if you find a Panglacial Worm in that, then uh, then that might be okay. But you yeah. also have to make that clear with the people that you're playing with. With that, I think we've covered everything. Um I would like to take a little bit of time to to uh, hype up the the project I have going forward. Yeah. Um, it is the Judge Tower Cube. You might be thinking, how does this work? I don't know yet, but hopefully we find out soon. Um, basically, it's just a cube draft. And if you don't know what cube is, um, cube's great. Cube is basically just uh, a list of cards that you draft with. Generally, you draft your own deck. I'm thinking in this, you draft your opponent's deck. Um, so you put together insane synergies and just annoying cards. And we're going to see where that goes from there. Yeah. We might just talk about it in our next episode. So we won't give too many details, but Something to look forward to. I think the list is coming together, so we'll share yes. that. Um, and with that, thank you for listening. You can find uh, Sam Humble Greek Cephalus on Facebook, Discord, and he t- streams occasionally. Yeah. Occasionally. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, you can find Jen uh, at work. And <laughs> don't no. yeah, don't find me at work. No, don't find don't, me. At work. Don't do don't do it. Uh, you can find Judge Terrorcast anytime you want to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Music, I believe. Yeah, um, or Apple under, Podcasts. Apple Podcasts under the Gaming? Uh, Hobbies? Yeah. One of those two. Or you can just search Judge Terrorcast. 
Yeah, and uh, if you want lists to our to our judge towers, uh, I'll put the link to Sam's in in the description. I am also putting together a list on Cube Cobra. I think I will put that on before uh, before I upload this. So you'll also find mine in the description. And I think with that, we will say thank you for listening and have a good one.